Hi, welcome to James Miller Lifeology, where you learn to simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. My name is James Miller. I'm a licensed psychotherapist and a composer. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Let's get started. I wanted to take just a quick moment to thank you all who continually support and listen to James Miller Lifeology. I have been so blessed and honored by your continual support. I wanted to make sure that you don't miss out on anything exciting that's happening over here. So make sure you sign up for my free newsletter at jamesmillerlifeology.com. I have a great show for you today. I'm going to help you slow down and listen to your body. What is it telling you? I'll also be interviewing life coach and candida expert, Alicia Miller, who shares how candida is often a symptom of repressed and unprocessed emotions. I have some exciting news. Did you know that I'm on the radio three times a week? You may hear me on the same station on Tuesdays at 1.30 p.m., Fridays at 9.30 a.m., and Saturdays at 12.30 p.m. You may also hear me anytime on iHeartRadio as well as on all the other major podcasting platforms, including iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and many others. Simply search for the show name, James Miller Lifeology. Listen to your body. In many of my episodes, you've heard me talk about how our thoughts and our emotions and our body are linked together. For those of you who have not yet heard that, it's essentially this. Our perceptions, or in other words, our thoughts about any situation, determines what we're going to feel. Our feelings then translate to our body. So for example, if I'm thinking about a meeting I have to do tomorrow, and I have all these worst case scenario thoughts, well then that's going to cause me to feel very anxious. And then that anxiety is going to cause me to be awake all night. So once again, our thoughts determine our emotions. Our emotions then translate to our body. Have you ever had that time when you all of a sudden have this gut feeling? In other words, let's say you want to date somebody and all of a sudden you have this pit in your stomach and you think, gosh, I don't know, something feels off here. Or even upon reflection, you think about it later and say, I just knew I wasn't supposed to date that person. That feeling in your body is a very powerful experience. Sometimes when we're not aware of what we're thinking, we can identify what our emotions are, or sometimes we can identify what our body feels like. So that's why it's really good for whatever entry point you can think of to kind of work backwards. In other words, if you know what your thoughts are, you can change your thoughts. If you feel an emotion, then you have to ask yourself, well, what am I thinking about? Or if you feel something in your body, you have to then work backwards once again and say, well, what am I feeling? And what are my thoughts? That will always help you live a balanced and healthy life. There are many things that the body will physically do, which helps us understand if we're healthy or not. For example, if you lose your breath or you have indigestion or your heart beats too fast or erratically, or you are struggling with swallowing, all of those physical symptoms help us understand what is healthy for us. But did you also realize that your body tells you so many more things than what you know? When you can stop and create a baseline for yourself. In other words, when you can realize what is my optimal health for my body right now. And the more awareness you have of that, the more you'll understand right away when things are out of sorts. For example, for me, and I'm just giving this just as an example, not to shine any light on myself, But for example, if someone says something to me and I become very frustrated, my body immediately tightens up in my chest, my palms become hot, and then I immediately ask myself, what are you going to do with this? When that happens, we then have to take responsibility for what we're going to do. But when we go through life and we aren't really aware of what we feel like or what we're doing or even what we're thinking, often we don't live our life in the most productive and healthy way it could be. My guest today, Alicia Miller, she's going to talk specifically about candida and how that can often be a symptom of unprocessed emotions that we have not yet dealt with. But I wanted to give you a foundational piece so you understand how it works between our thoughts, our feelings, and how our body reacts to that. The more information you have, the more successful you will be. When you truly understand each facet of who you are, your mind, your emotions, and your body, you then have a wonderful responsibility of figuring out who you want to be, how you want to live your life, and how to be as successful as you want to be. 
Listen to what your body is saying right this second. It's giving you so many clues of what are the healthiest things for you. Did you know I have a YouTube channel? That's actually how Lifeology started. I have well over 155 episodes that I've created specifically for you. I do know that many people struggle with listening to a full 30-minute show. So these episodes are about three minutes long. Each episode will give you a practical tool or technique that you can practice daily to help you simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. Simply go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com, or go to YouTube and search for my name, James Miller Lifeology. Alicia Miller is a core emotional healing and candida expert, speaker, and author. Frustrated with a lack of results from traditional doctors and therapists, Alicia researched and tried over 50 detox and healing methods from around the world. Alicia realized that unprocessed emotions cause chronic emotional and physical symptoms as well as relationship problems. Alicia helps her clients to see their symptoms and triggers as a gift and to value all of their emotions as a necessary part of their authentic selves. Welcome to my show, Alicia. Hey, thanks, James. It's great to be here. Yes, wonderful. And so my listeners do not know this, but Alicia and I are not related, <laughs> but we, <laughs> we are just friends. So Alicia, thank you so much for being a guest on my show today. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, I know you're, you're a slightly different type of guest that I have on my show. So I'm really looking forward to hearing your wisdom and your insights. We're going to talk specifically about candida and how that really affects people's lives if they just don't even realize it. So we're going to talk about that. And I'm looking forward to hearing your take on that to really inspire my listeners to maybe reevaluate evaluate some things that are in their own life right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, great. Now, give us a little bit of backstory for you because you're trying 50 different types of detoxes and healing methodologies. That's a lot of investment. (laughs) (laughs) I dedicated, yeah, my, for about 10 years, I dedicated um, my life mm-hmm. to it. Uh, I, I made it my career <laughs> to literally. research. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I created businesses yeah. so I could research. <laughs> That's um, yeah, healing around the world. Mm-hmm. And I actually sold everything that I owned uh, in the U.S. and moved to Thailand because oh, wow. I had this calling to go there. Mm-hmm. And then once I was there, I realized why. Uh, then I discovered that I had um, systemic candida overgrowth oh, that I was aware of um, for a very long time. And I was treating it here and there with supplements, but I didn't really understand the severity of it mm-hmm. until I was there. And I was uh, actually helping people heal and detox and uh, combine that with self-awareness practices that for the people that were going to the detox retreats in Thailand. And so I was doing my own healing and I was helping other people heal. And then I discovered the candida connection to all of my symptoms. And then I realized most people that were going there had candida and they weren't properly addressing it Mm -hmm. through these cleanses and the juice cleanses and no one on the island at these retreats really knew uh, enough about candida and that what's what it takes to fully heal. Sure. So yeah, that's where I began um, coaching people with it. uh, And I was also um, doing it um, you know, I was doing it at the same time as he, I was sure. healing myself. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, yeah. let's, let's give my listeners who may not really know what candida is. Why don't we just give them a definition of what that is? So they understand the specifics of what it is, and then we'll talk how it relates to other areas of their life. Sure. So candida is the yeast that lives in our body. It's the quote unquote bad bacteria uh, that we need. Uh, We just need it in a healthy balance with the good bacteria, the probiotics. And they typically live in our digestive tract. So mouth all the way down um, to our intestines. And and so 
what throws the balance off is so many things. Mm -hmm. So, um, antibiotics, which actually kills the good bacteria, um, and birth control pills or any hormone medication. Um, and, and then stress and sugar and, you know, any unhealthy chemically (laughs) based lifestyle. Yeah. So, so many things and so many people have it. They don't know they have it. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of people that do know they have it and they've, they're struggling trying to clear it. There's beliefs all over the place. It's, it's interesting because when you have candida, when you have a, when I say candida, most people use that term now to uh, describe the overgrowth. Mm. So when they say you have candida, it's just a simplified way of saying you have a candida overgrowth. Um, We all have candida. Uh, So it's not really about getting rid of all the candida in our body. It's about coming back into balance with it. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. And then systemic candida is when it goes outside of our digestive um, system and into um, our organs and brain and things like that and blood. Wow. So, and then that leads to typically autoimmune conditions Mm -hmm. uh, and um, sometimes cancer. And so it's, it's typically, it has to do with the immune system um, uh, being affected. So in one way or another in heavy metals can contribute as well. So if someone has heavy metal toxicity, the candida actually overgrows to protect them. So it's good to know um, what's going on Mm -hmm. and what's causing it. Of course. And you know, and, and as in Western medicine, often it's disease oriented. You know, you look at the symptoms of one specific pathology and you address that. Whereas it sounds like the direction from where you're coming from is more holistic. It's a holistic approach to look at every area of one's life, to look at um, the way they think, the way they feel, the, the, what they're doing, how it's affecting their body. So you really come from a holistic approach. Yeah, so I, I learned through my journey what uh, feeds <laughs> the condition or, or the symptoms. Sure. Um, yeah, in all aspects. Mm-hmm. The way that other um, things that other symptoms um, mm-hmm. to recognize if you have a candida overgrowth that pe- people may not be aware of, um, but if they have chronic uh, digestive problems, mm-hmm. bloating, constipation, or even um, IBS. Um, and diarrhea, any, any chronic digestive problems, typically there's a candida overgrowth, um, chronic fatigue, mm. uh, rashes, uh, eczema, those are all related. Uh, oh, yeast. interesting. I didn't know that about, yeah. the, about eczema. Wow, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeast infections is the, is the common one mm-hmm. that people consider, oh, okay, I, I don't, I don't get yeast infections, so I don't have candida. Yeah. That's what most people say, but, um, you don't have to get yeast infections, but, um, a lot of people do. And well, even, even men, yeah, I was gonna say that, yeah. sorry, even men get that too. So I definitely want them to know that it's not always just with females. It's also with men can have yeast infections as well. Yeah, definitely. Migraines are associated with it. Sinus problems, brain fog, uh, depression, anxiety, and then in a, um, muscle and joint pain and wow. inability to lose weight and uh, especially strong sugar cravings. Mm, yes. Well, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm so glad to hear all this because I didn't realize that there are so many symptoms that mm-hmm. are connected with candida. So I'm sure a lot of my listeners are thinking, wow, I, I maybe, maybe I really need to, to listen to what Alicia's saying because there's probably things in my life that I just didn't realize that I may have more than what I, what I thought. Right. So let's, let's switch back to when you're in Thailand and you're working with all these people and you have this own epiphany for yourself, you connected the emotional 
life, emotional part of you with the candida itself. Walk me through what that revelation was. I eventually did. It mm-hmm. took me many years. So uh, I think the stages of healing from candida that most people go through is typically coming to awareness of, oh, this is what's causing my, they think what's causing their symptoms is candida itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so most people are addressing it on that level by uh, adjusting or restricting their their diet so they don't feed their candida. And then they take supplements and they think, okay, then that will kill the candida and um, heal me. Well, I was doing that approach in Thailand. I was also uh, aware, though, of when my symptoms would flare up. Mm. And I started to notice that. I said, oh, that's interesting. When I didn't feel empowered or I was giving my power away, I didn't feel good enough, I needed someone to take care of me, Mm -hmm. my bloating would get worse. And at times, my bloating would just constantly be there. My um, cravings and my emotional eating was consistent as well. Um, so it wasn't actually until I got back to the U.S. and back to Atlanta a couple years later, um, after many other healing adventures I had in San Francisco and Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. Um, I even did a 30-day water fast in Costa Rica. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, I came back to Atlanta and I thought I was pretty much healed, but I was still dealing with emotional eating and um, I was restricted and that I couldn't eat freely um, anything I wanted because I could, I, my body would react to certain foods and drinks. So I wasn't, I thought I was healed, but I just thought that's, you know, how it was Mm -hmm. or how it was going to be. And then um, I got into a relationship for the first time in seven years. I was single because I had a pattern with men uh, throughout my 20s and giving my power away and being with emotionally abusive or Mm -hmm. neglectful men. And this was a pattern from childhood uh, that was playing out in my relationships. And I left a very abusive marriage. that was before Thailand. And I started doing a lot of uh, subconscious healing work mm-hmm. on myself Good. and through courses and healers and um, mentors and things. And so I um, thought I had done so much healing in Thailand. I did a lot of, you know, energy healing and spiritual healing and hypnotherapy and all those things that I thought, okay, I'm, I'm pretty good. I got back into a relationship and relationships are the best way for us to <laughs> see where yes, we really it's are. it's so true, Alicia. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, I got back into the same pattern. It looked, it was an upgrade for sure mm-hmm. from the last one, but very tricky one. And, um, and, you know, he was completely emotionally unavailable and narcissistic and, and, um, wasn't committing to me. And so I was settling for that. And so it triggered all of my symptoms to come back because it was my symptoms showed me where I was, where I was at, Mm -hmm. that there was more things to address, um, that I was still operating from this, you know, wounds of my childhood and still choosing men to reflect that. Um, and it wasn't only men, I was in codependent relationships with healers and friends. So, you know, I, I can say it was him, but it was all of my relationships really, um, were reflecting how I didn't feel good enough and how, um, I didn't feel, yeah, that there was some worthy enough. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I I think it's, I, you know, going 
piggybacking on what you're saying there as well. But first off, thank you for sharing your story. I really appreciate yeah. your transparency and your authenticity. We all have talked about that gut feeling. Oh, that gut, my gut told me this. Well, you know, it, it goes back to our perception, whatever we believe to be true. That creates our thoughts. Our thoughts then create our emotions. Our emotions then tell our body what to do. So I'm definitely hearing that correlation. And obviously you discovered it as well is your body, instead, well, let me back up. Sometimes if we don't realize what our thoughts and our belief system is, you work backwards. And if your body is telling you something, well, then you got to think, well, then why is my body acting this way? What emotions am I feeling? Well, then what, if I'm feeling these emotions, then what are my thoughts? What's my belief system? And so I'd like to hear how you take this from the, the part of, if your body has all these symptoms, and we can label it with candida for you, it has these symptoms, well, then it definitely is triggering that belief system that you have. And so our body will always tell us. Sometimes we just don't realize it. But for you, it came out as a quote unquote disease, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. And so with that, that's how, how I think anybody can learn how to change something is what is your body literally telling you about yourself? Right, exactly. And it's interesting because the process that I learned um, is that until we feel the emotions that were repressed, Mm -hmm. it's hard to change our beliefs. And Mm -hmm. so the beliefs were formed based on um, an emotional charge, typically, um, that's created it. So uh, the process that I went through and that I do with clients is to help them feel the anger and the sadness of whatever they experienced as a child that made them believe that there's something wrong with them or there's they're not good enough or lovable mm-hmm. or love. They can't trust love. Have you found um, the majority of people with whom you've worked that their core struggle is that sense of rejection or not feeling good enough? Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, I mean, it would make um, sense because I, I, we've all sent, we've all felt a measurement of that in some time in our life. Yeah, and it's it's directly correlated with a lot of digestive problems, um, autoimmune mm-hmm. um, disorders are um, related to that feeling of hopelessness, helplessness, and powerlessness. Yeah, and so in order to reclaim our power, we have to go back and uh, feel the emotions, and and I do a lot of I specialize in working with the inner child. Um, and helping people connect to their inner child to be what they needed. So what they needed was someone to care about how they felt and to help them. And to validate that Mm -hmm. because that Mm -hmm. validation removes that rejection. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it removes the shame Mm -hmm. that it wasn't them. It was how they were being treated or neglected. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's one of the most difficult things. It doesn't really matter what age you are. But when we understand the world based off of our you know, whatever our threshold is or our baseline is, we're going to then internalize it that it is us. So if it's a child mm-hmm. who's not getting the attention from his parents or his or her parents, then obviously that, well, I shouldn't say obviously, then it is going to, their, their limited capacity for understanding abstract thought and just recognizing the difference between other people's struggles versus their own. Of course, they're going to internalize it as there's something wrong with them. Yeah. And then definitely. we play that out as, as an adult still with that, um, with that broken mentality. And then we just see a lot of the adult versions of that rejection, just like we're saying. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the defenses were created to not feel the pain. Mm-hmm. So a common defense is my parents loved me and supported me. Everything was fine. Or I forgive them or I understand why they did what they did. And that uh, keeps them from uh, validating how it impacted them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, you yeah. know, I think it's so important because what we did as a child, you know, what, whether it's a healthy defense mechanism or an unhealthy defense mechanism, 
the reality is we didn't have the tools to understand the difference. So mm-hmm. we did what we did. And then, but as we grow up, if we don't realize that what worked as a child or that ability to rationalize something and from a childhood standpoint, it then, like I said, trickles into every area of our life. And so what may have worked, quote unquote, worked as a child, we try and replay that over and over again. And that's where you see such struggle in, in relational or emotional or physically. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I guess what I'm trying to say overall is when we recognize that if we're doing the same thing in the adult version, we didn't, unfortunately, didn't grow and develop. We became arrested in that developmental stage. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And we needed those defenses. At that but, time. Yeah. Yeah. And now why I love working with symptoms and I say your symptoms are a gift mm-hmm. because it shows us what we don't know, what we can't see ourselves yeah. or acknowledge yet. That's amazing. Well, you know, when it goes back to your methodology or your practice, can you give us some of the, I mean, of course, we don't want you to give all the, all the information away because I definitely <laughs> want them to purchase your, your program, but can you give us some of the ideas of, of what it is you do and, and how that really makes sense for them? Because we understand as far as helping them understand the emotional correlation, but what are some of the other things that you do? Uh, so when, when uh, if, if it's someone with candida um, mm-hmm. who maybe just found out they have candida or they've been trying to heal themselves for a very long time, um, which is very typical of the struggles, um, the confusion, the researching online and the um, restrictive diet and binges and all of that can be um, extremely uh, frustrating for yeah. a lot of people. Especially and when so it doesn't I, seem to work the way they want it to. Right. Consistently then, work, yeah. And then it reinforces that nothing works for them, which is the emotional mm-hmm. pattern. So uh, so I created a eight-lesson home study to help support people through their healing journey just to begin with. It's sure. not something, um, especially the emotional work that's needed, that's uh, one component of it. The emotional work is needed um, that... They need to work with someone uh, like myself who can help them navigate through their defenses and resistance. And and I have a whole other program for that. But sure. in terms of just supporting the healing journey of Candida, um, there's a, a home study that I put together with uh, eight lessons with audio lessons and video lessons and worksheets and journaling questions for them to shift their mindset around it and see that their symptoms are a gift mm-hmm. and to explore to what it means it. for them. Right. And so just that shift of looking at, you know, being um, a gift versus being victimized from it will help them heal even faster. Yes, definitely. So I'm going to yeah. ask you this. So I may have some listeners today that are thinking, well, it's more sim- it's it's just because of what I eat or it's just because of my diet and they perhaps aren't yet ready to maybe identify that there is an emotional connection for them. What would mm-hmm. you say to those people? I'm totally putting you on the spot right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, those people typically have already tried everything and it's not working. Mm, so the one thing they haven't tried is um, their emotions. And and they typically know that they're not empowered in their emotions. So yeah. when if someone is ready to do the emotional work, they'll get that. Mm-hmm. And I think it also goes back to if they've tried everything else and it hasn't worked, yeah. then what's one more thing going to do? It's like, well, right. this is, you know, whatever, it's not going to work, so forget about it. And then they settle for a life that's not really, that's not full. They don't live it holistically or they don't live it to its fullest because they ha- do have these symptoms. They do have some of these emotional struggles that perhaps they've had for so long. That's unfortunate. Yeah. 
Yeah. And you know what, James, I also say it's not about the candida. That's just another symptom. Mm -hmm. So the other things that are typically showing up in their life as patterns in relationships and jobs and um, how they've been feeling emotionally, if they can see, you know, I typically um, present all of those things and they say, yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. I see <laughs> that it's not just the candida, but yeah, all, these yeah. other thing, all these other areas of my life I'm struggling in. And so once you get to the root of the candida, you're getting to the root of all of those things, the addictions, compulsions, emotional eating, uh, codependent relationship patterns. And so the beauty of this healing journey and, and why your symptoms are a gift is it helps get to that root emotional pattern that's creating the suffering or struggles in all areas. That's and wonderful. then everything shifts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think that's absolutely wonderful. I love to hear that you come from that emotional connectivity with the symptomology, because I think many people haven't really put that together. You know, once again, in the Western medicine, and absolutely nothing wrong with that, because I have amazing colleagues who are, are phenomenal doctors. But I do think yeah. that that is some of the struggle sometimes is that Western medicine doesn't, you know, going back to what I said earlier, it is just more pathologically based. In other words, the disease model and only look at one thing and don't incorporate all those other elements that do contribute to, to the struggle. Definitely. And I work with a lot of holistic doctors um, and anyone who's treating um, or testing and treating people on a physical level, their treatments become much more viable and lasting once, you know, everyone takes responsibility for their own healing um, with their thoughts and emotions and uh, relationships and boundaries in their life. So the healing journey really is about becoming empowered in their emotions and their energy. Yeah, I really like what you said as far as taking responsibility because that is something that we all have to take that responsibility. You know, whatever may have happened to us when we were younger, yes, it's unfortunate that it, as that is, but today is not that time when we were younger. And so with that, we are a product of what we believed and that is our responsibility to, we may have a right to be upset, but we don't have, but it's a responsibility mm. to ourself to live a life that is, is, is to the fullest. Definitely. Alicia, it has been such a wonderful time having you on my show today. I wish we had more time to talk more about this. If my listeners would like to find out more information about you and all the amazing things you're doing, especially this Candida program, where would they find this information online? Well, the best place for them to start uh, and to learn about the Candida and my approach with Candida is I actually have a free webinar um, and they can access that through freecandidawebinar.com. Okay. Candida, C-A-N-D-I-D-A. And uh, my website is Alicia, E-L-I-C-I-A, Miller.com. But the, the free webinar is freecandidawebinar.com. And that is just a 15-minute webinar that talks about the top five reasons why people are still suffering from Candida if mm -hmm. they've already been trying to heal themselves. Uh, if they are just learning that will help them save a lot of time um, and not, uh, you know, spin their wheels. Of course. Trying, yeah. All these other things. Well, it sounds like it's going it's to be a wonderful opportunity for them to look at it from as a beginner or somebody who's more of an expert or have done all that research to give them the tools and techniques that they need. Yeah. yeah. Well, Lisa, thank you once again for being a guest on my show today. I really appreciate your time. 
Yeah, thank you, James. It was great to talk with you and I'm glad that you're sharing this information. I also want to thank you, the listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you joined with us today or please go to my website where you may sign up for my free newsletter, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, or you may enroll in the Lifeology Academy where you can take self-directed courses which will help you simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. If you'd like to personally work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, simply visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support, and I'll talk to you soon.